On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about renting in Orlando, Foxtail Coffee's new Hourglass Social House, and the new Downtown Ambassador Program. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And Brendan, we are hanging out at the newest, hottest, hippest spot in the Hourglass District. The Hourglass <laughs> Social House. You had to look at the sign. I did, because it's, it's a little long, right? It's the Foxtail Coffee Co. Leguminati collab that is... <laughs> Hourglass Social House. That's gonna that's gonna be a hard sign they got to put up outside to fit it's, all that. It's already it's beautiful. It's cool in here. No, Another like beautiful build. It's true. Uh, I can't believe this used to be a gas station. I didn't even know that. Yeah, this was at first. It was a gas station. There's this, the pumps are still out there. I think you can still get gas here, can't you? You can, but it's serviced by like these little closet things to the other. To the like other side robots? of the building. Like no. robots? Yeah, basically. Puerto Ricans. Oh. You know I mean? oh no, no, no. You can send the letters to <laughs> Who said Brendan that? Who said that? The lower <laughs> it's a little, the the office for it, the little shop. Oh, I saw it, yeah. It's like the size of a broom closet. True, mm-hmm. true. Tucked so, away. So, yeah, we are hanging out here, having a beer, having some food. It is brand new. And here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about... All things downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods like College Park and Soto and, and the Hourglass District and Delaney Which some Park. people don't say is a district. They what? say this is made up. But well, you know what? I'm calling Giovanni, it my fake husband, did it. <laughs> I believe him. Who, who is, was he's here. here? He's here, John. Uh, you're looking at him. He's here. The stars, the stars have aligned. <laughs> Giovanni and I are in the same building at the same time. Should we tell some of our listeners who this is? Giovanni is this beautiful man behind National Real Estate who, who basically bought up a bunch of semi-abandoned buildings here at the intersection of Bumby and Curry Ford yep. to create his own district. He's called it the Hourglass District, uh-huh. named after this nearby park, which is... Not very big. And a lake, too. There's and a, a lake. Yeah, an the park lake. Is, leads up to a lake, Lakefront Park. Um, and I love it. Yeah. This and is and you I love him, apparently. I do. <laughs> like, he'd already be sexy in my books because he's this small-scale developer uh, redeveloping his own little Main Street section, which is what I've wanted to do since high school. I've always wanted to do that. Nerd. And then he also Nerd. looks good. <laughs> all right. So with all that, we talk about all things Orlando here on Buckalo and the Bus. I'm drooling a little bit. I know. You know. All right. Clean that up. And uh. <laughs> But if you've missed any of our episodes, you can go to uh, iTunes or Google. You can listen to them there. And we talk about things that are on bungalower.com, the coolest website in Orlando. And apparently it employs the best blogger. In Orlando, congratulations, Ben O'Connor. Humble, humble brag, but uh, it's not a humble brag when it's uh, true. Uh, we won, we won. Orlando Magazine named Bungalower, and you specifically, correct? Yes, sir. As, as the best, best blogger. Blogger. What do you think of that term, blogger, Brendan? Actually, when we started, yes. Uh huh. It was a blog. When I took it over, it was just a website. We're a media company now. Okay. Uh, but you'll take it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Heck yes. Have you ever been named best blogger? On have that I, ever? 
Uh, Besides, like, your mom and dad giving you a prize? They used to have best website. Okay. Uh, which is, I think, what we've won with them before. But, uh, yeah. No, this is great. I'll nice. take any award, man. I'm a awesome. award fiend. So, will there be a big, like, ceremony? And I don't, th- I don't think a magazine has a big party, like... Like the 50 most powerful party? They do a big party they for that. They do. They do. They should do it for best of. Can you get a trophy? I just, you'll Can get you just like go a get it? Can you, you just have, go get a trophy? I'm going to be hounded for the next year to buy a plaque. Just go, get some your, just go buy your own plaque. Go buy a bowling I never, trophy. And I put just your take name the prints out. I take the prints out that you could just <laughs> get from your laser jet. Yeah. Stick it onto my wall. I have like eight uh, third best blogs well, from Watermark. Takes time. <laughs> anyway, I want to say congratulations, Brendan. It's Thank well you. deserved. Thanks, John. You I, are a hard you, worker. You uh, contribute. To that no, every, no, every week. No, yeah, yeah. no. With the blog and then with your awesome Orlando 60. So. Well, thank you. No, it's nice. It's nice to know that we're not working in a silo. True. We have some really big projects on the horizon that I can't talk about, but I, I'm really... It's been a good year. Good. Yeah, good, good year. Good, good. All right, so what is happening in Orlando? Well, Foxtail's open. This That's new true. place in Hourglass. This has been like a year in development, the build-out. I'm, I'm looking at a wall of beer. Uh, in coolers. They have growlers there, too, in the top right. Branded growlers. They I'm looking at a wall of wine. Ton, that's a pretty... That's not a modest wine selection. That's pretty this, good. It's not It's not cheap wine. No. It's nice wine. And they have some of the bigger table wine bottles, too, which really? I like. Like the jugs? Right there on the right. I know I can... It'll That'll get me through a Netflix binge session. <laughs> <laughs> they got coffee here. Coffee. All kinds of coffee. They have a patio out back. And so, they yeah. got food, too. And they have food from Leguminati, which is vegan. That's true. We got two crunch wraps on the way. We're going to see how that is. Is this going to be like a nice Taco Bell? Like the crunch wraps? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know excited. We don't know if it's nice. We know it's friendly. I, I'm sure it's nicer than a Taco Bell crunch wrap. Yeah. My, hopefully, my innards won't be rejecting me like they do after Taco Bell. I haven't had Taco Bell in a long time. <laughs> Am I missing anything? Let's go after this and we'll compare. Oh, my gosh. I do like that's if I eat there, that's what I get is that crunch thing. I used to get a double decker taco. That sounds delicious. Oh, they're great. Is that like a double D from Gringos? It's, it's basically a hard taco and a soft taco together. Walking to a bar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, it's Main Street West Restaurant Week. Yeah. It starts, I want to say, this weekend. Who puts that on? The Main Street Districts? Yeah, the Orlando Main Street Districts, which is really run by Miss Pauline Eaton out of the city of Orlando. And this is different than Magical Dining Month. It is, because this is all local Main Street districts pushing these local restaurants and mom and pops. Okay, and so does Magical Dining Month. They do a lot of mom and pop restaurants, too, but they have they some do a change lot, in there, But too. this is no change. This okay. is only independent restaurants. Okay. And they have different menus, like $5, $10, and $20 Great. menus. There's a couple other ones, like 62 but they're pretty good. You can get uh, prefix menus. Yep. The uh, smaller, like, $5 lunch tasters. Do you know any restaurants that are participating? We specifically worked with Mills 50 this week, and so it's, uh, yeah. Like like the Strand? Or Strand is in there. Pig Floyd's. Pig Floyd's, of course. Black Rooster? Hawkers. Hawkers. Black Rooster. All right, all right. All the, all the big names. Yeah, and you can see a list of it with actually the items that they're selling for cheap, cheap, cheap on right. bungalore.com. I, sh- I hope my favorite restaurant's on there, Jade. And Rustique. Jade, I'm pretty sure Jade uh, is in there. We I haven't. So. I didn't do the deep dive into College Park. Uh, well, I'll go there anyway, even if it's not restaurant right. week. Well, so check that <laughs> is out. It, wait, is it restaurant week or month or week? Week. All One right. week. So get off. Eat as get much going. as you can. Yeah, get going. Get out there. I think they should accompany it with like a crawl 
Like you go with the Main Street manager and you eat at all those different spots. Yeah. Do, do the five dollar tasting menu. Totally. Yeah, and make a day out of it. That's right. Just graze. I love it. Like the cow that you are. So that starts f- tonight, Friday. Yes. And goes till next Friday. I believe. Go to go go go, go to bungalow.com. I'm really that tired. Out. I can't remember. Yeah. I need more of this uh, cold brew I got in front of me. Vanilla caramel. It's delicious. I even tried some of yours I'm while you weren't it. looking. <laughs> Hope you didn't use my straw. I did. Oh, no, I got the straights. <laughs> WPRK. Coming back? Apparently. Really? I feel like I talk about this every month. It's been off the air for what? Almost a year. Since Irma. Okay. So yeah, like a, a year. At least a year. Last hurricane year. season. Yeah. And uh, so their they're, they're antenna blew over. It got yeah. damaged. Sucker punched by Irma. Yeah. She took it out. And then ever since they've been trying to get back on the air, they've been streaming all of their programs. Ooh. Yeah, I, w- I went. I, I hung out with uh, Pat Green before he left and did his show there uh, at WPRK. Pat moved to Costa Rica. And he, Rica, and he said mention. out loud, yeah, just pour one out, Pat Green. Uh-huh. He left us. Don't pour it uh, out, drink it. Pour <laughs> out my cold brew. No, this is too expensive. I got to keep drinking it. Uh, he, what was I talking about? You're saying how it's it's a it's nobody's a tough listening sell. to it. Yeah, well, you lost tough. You lost a lot of your. They lost a lot of our listeners. Of course. Of so course. now, and then. Eagles moved in to their new antenna. Not the band. <laughs> the bald birds. Eagles. Bur- b- uh, bald Eagles. <laughs> moved in. They couldn't do any construction on their new antenna. Okay. And then, uh, and they, and so that delayed construction even more. And now finally they have a go ahead. Yes, they can work on their antenna on the 13th. Okay. And then, and they said, so they should be up and going that week. Wow. According I do miss to, uh, PRK. I mean, I used to, you know, you scroll through the stations, you listen to, I mean, at least me, you listen to real radio, you listen to WMFE, you listen to, well, I listen to WUCF, the jazz station. Students stations. are testing things out. But, but, then you, but then you hit the dial at WPRK and you're like, oh, what is this? You never hear this on the radio. Yes. This, they never play this stuff. The music selection's fantastic. Love it. Uh, there's a judge. One of our uh, yeah. local judge who has yeah. a show like in the wee hours of the morning. He gets up and goes, yeah. Bob and, and, LeBlanc. Oh, we're not supposed to say who he is. But there's other people that DJ, we know. DJ Judge. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a big secret. He puts the playlist on his no, Facebook page. Other people do. Sometimes they don't want to say who they are. But, All right. but it's a great station. Happy to have him back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Come on back. This show was almost on WPRK instead of there. Really? Back in the day. And then we got the big, then they're like, oh, oh then Real Radio was like, we want them. Yeah. And then there was a radio war. Radio war. They fought. They danced. Uh-huh. It was like a dance fight. And we had to go to Real Radio instead. Clearly, uh, Jack won. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. That's They've right. They've been very nice to us. They have been. We've been. I've been hanging out with Jim Colbert every Friday. I know. They don't want me on the show. Or 20. Well, you hang out with uh, the boys all That's the time. That's right. I do hang out with Tom and Dad. corporate time, yeah. It's true. I've been, we haven't been in a while. We'll get back. Yeah. Well, you're too busy. That's too, I'm too busy Hanging with out with Chief Mina. I am. Yeah. I, I do some work for Chief Mina on his campaign. He's running for When's Orange that County happening? Sheriff. When's this whole election thing happening? Uh, can you even vote, Brendan? Does it matter to you? Should I, I convince vote. you? Okay. All right. I'll convince you. And I actually <laughs> left. I was uh, Did you denounce undecided. Canada? I didn't want to be a Denounce Justin party. Trudeau right now. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Trudeau, too. Oh, I voted in both elections. All right. Isn't that crazy? That is. I happened to be in Canada to vote in Justin Trudeau. And then I came back here and I assigned myself to a party, which I didn't want to do. Uh-huh. I didn't have to. Unless you want to vote in the primaries. I didn't want to vote in the primaries. Okay. All right. And so I, you uh, voted for Trump. Thanks, Brendan. Thank you, everybody. That's yeah. an interesting vote. One for Trudeau, one for Trump. I'm trying to mess Balance things up. Balance the world out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Called karma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But yeah, I, what you were saying, yeah, I, I do some some work for Chief. I'm having Mina. a bite of this crunch. Right, you do that, room. and I'll talk for a minute. He's running for Orange County Sheriff. Uh, the the primaries are actually August 28th, which are coming up, which is a big deal for a lot of candidates, Orange County Mayor and several others. Uh, our campaign doesn't af- actually have a primary. We we go all the way to November, so we don't have to worry about the primaries. So it's not a party. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, John Mina, who's actually the chief of Orlando Police right, right. now. He's running no party affiliate. His challenger is also running no party affiliate. And then uh, there's one more who's actually a Democrat who got in on like the very last day. So there's no primary for us. So we go all the way to November. But if you're if you live in Orange County, Seminole County, uh, primaries are coming up. Regi- uh, you may have missed the register to vote, actually. I think you had until but if Monday. you are, but if you are registered, get out and vote for the primaries because this is what determines what's going to be on the ballot in November. My man Bernie Sanders just came out to support somebody. He too. did, Andrew Gillum, I mm-hmm. think. Which yeah, which is great. I was I was kind of leaning towards Chris King. Okay, like, Winter Park guy. Done some great things, uh-huh. but Andrew Gillum, if, you, if he's got a back for Mr. Sanders, he's good. If he's good enough for Bernie, he's good enough for you. I got at least click on his website and read Th- his things. There you go. And your dog's named Bernie, so my dog's named. <laughs> Bernie. He was named after Bernie Toppin, who wrote all those uh, Elton John hits. Okay. Right? Did That's not know how that. gay my house is. <laughs> <laughs> it's pink and rainbows it's everywhere. Pink and rainbow. <laughs> he wrote uh, the Kermit song. What's the Kermit song? Easy, easy Being Green. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie Toppin wrote that. Rainbow Connection? Rainbow Connection. Uh-huh. So it's got to be good enough for a dog name then. Yeah, Everybody it's true. write that song. It's true. Magic. So anyway, if you're registered to vote, vote in the primaries. Do your do your American duty and your Canadian duty apparently. Just your duty. Yeah, do your duty. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a that that needs to be a shirt. Do, do your, your duty. duty. <laughs> I like it. And then like two people in the in the bushes like <laughs> do your duty. <laughs> uh, we just put up. People are finding it harder and harder to live in our bungalow neighborhood districts that we're writing about. Buy a house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's hard. No, you're right. No, it's hard, it's hard to t- buy a house because they sell really quick and they're expensive. We were I mean, working houses in my neighborhood. I bought two years ago, and they're up like twenty percent. I mean, the house I bought comparatively in my neighborhood is like thirty five thousand dollars more now. And you should be blaming Doctor Phillips for that because you're close to the packing district that's coming. Everyone's true. Like, I got to be right. I'm there. okay with it. I've already bought my house. <laughs> I want the I want the the prices to skyrocket. Your taxes go up or is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it all evens out. What's the? There's a way around that you like homestead it. Yeah, you got you right, get you all that. I got to figure all that out. I'm I'm a new homeowner, yeah, so I'm not sure how that all money. works. It does. I need yeah. to go into the see Rick sing and see what's I don't up. Know, I'm a renter. But and I know there's other people like me who want to rent downtown. They don't want to commit because they're I, afraid of commitment. So, so you're right. It's getting harder and harder to find houses that are under, you know, fifteen hundred and, and affordable. I wonder what under how how much did you say under fifteen hundred to rent yes. to rent, yeah, and yeah. then probably on anything you're going to have a hard time to find anything under about two or two fifteen in the districts we talk about. That's a that's a two one three one whatever. I mean, you might be able to find a condo no, or luck. a fixer upper or knock down, put up a new house for that. But good a luck. livable house that, you know, it's tough. But I will say, so what's what's the I don't know what the what do you think the solution is we, to that to that housing stock? Yeah, I don't think there is one. This is part of this is part of people coming back in from the suburbs. Yeah, right. This is there was the great exodus from uh, downtowns. Yeah. And when was that? Like 50s, 60s? Well, even even probably into the, After the 80s war. and After 90s World here. II. World War II. People came back and they moved out to the suburbs. Orlando might have a little different of a trajectory than some northern suburbs and urban centers. No, 
while, you can still see some of those, at, like Curry Ford, where we are right now. True. It's an no, outer suburb, right. and now it's an inner suburb. You're right. And uh, now you can see people moving back into these places from places like Okoe and Popka, and they want to come downtown because they don't want to deal with driving. And some people love it. Like, I know people that live in Okoe, they live in Winter Garden, they live in Popka. They love it out there. Yeah. But you're right. There's a lot of people that want to live closer to downtown. I actually read a really interesting article called about Black Flight. So, uh black neighborhoods historically black neighborhoods yeah that were made that way because of segregation and redlining and places like paramore and, and uh pine hills and these families are finally moving out of those places to go into the suburbs uh-huh. that white people are leaving and then they're almost like reversing yeah. like people are coming closer to the what city an interesting white flip. people are coming closer to the and city it's because property values are skyrocketing uh-huh downtown and pine hills i mean from what i have heard in the past pine hills was a predominantly white area for a long time yes and then it flipped and now it's a predominantly black area and so what i was going to ask you when i first started this is what happens when things are really expensive downtown do people start saying okay i'm gonna uh, do some do some people i'll say i shouldn't say people do some people say all right i want to move to pine hills or i want to move to Holden Heights and, and whatever. I think it's just a natural migration pattern. Uh, people, so then that starts pushing out the people that are there now. Yeah, it's everyone. It's just it's just this ongoing ballet of of urbanism, you know. And, and people, unless you establish parameters and districts where, like with rent control, which they try in, in New York and uh-huh. places like that, I I really don't know if there's any way you can control that. There's no, like, they're concentrating these affordable housing solutions in places like Paramore and Pine Hills is really just concentrating poverty in those neighborhoods. Yeah. It's not diversifying housing stocks. If they wanted to do that, then they would be building those places in people places like Audubon Park, Winter Park, College Park. You will never see an affordable housing play, development put into College Park. No, no. No, never. Uh-uh. They, they, they actually... College Park has worked with I-4 and the FDOT to not have any more retention ponds, yeah. let alone affordable housing. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and if that's the case, then then their property values are just going to continue to go up, True, which is what they want. True. And and I heard there was they were talking about this on NPR the other day. About, it was more about Oakland and uh, San Francisco and how they are really sort of, it's hard there. I mean, we don't have it anything our rent, like that. Our rent prices are comparable to New York right now. Really? Yes. Rent prices? Yes. Okay. For right. smaller, like, bachelor pads. I'm not seeing anything. I used to see more things under 1000 like okay. 800 yeah, for yeah. a bachelor, 900 for a bachelor. I'm yeah. not seeing that anymore. Well, the, we just did a roundup of nine places for under 1500 or $1,500, which is a reoccurring segment that we're doing to try to keep people downtown. And it was tough. It was tough, John. Uh-huh. Only nine. The last and, time and I did it, I was 17. And this this guy on, on NPR called in and he mentioned, he said, well, I'm a builder. I'm a contractor. Sure. He was in Charlotte. And he said, you know, I buy some pretty crummy houses that are like falling in on themselves. I fix them up. I sell them at a higher price. And I don't choose that price. I pick what the market dictates. Right. So, so am I the one to blame? He had a really interesting argument. He's like, am I the one to blame? If I refix a house or, or make a house better and then I sell it and for sell a price. It, that's gentrification. But he's but his argument was if, if I don't fix it up, it's just gonna fall in on itself and nobody's gonna live there. No, the problem is that he's not buying it to stay and improve the community. But, right? he, but he's not buying it 
It's, it's whether or not it's, it's. But if he fixed mm. it up, but but his argument was, if I, I fix know. it up, I can't tell you. I shouldn't say. Well, you know, I should sell it at a at a loss for me. I just sell it at what I think no, is the market. Because yeah. who's going to do that? Nobody. And that's, that's that was his argument. Right. He's like, that's I'm not capitalism. doing a charity here. Right. This I'm is, I'm doing this to make money. But but it was a really interesting sort of perspective because he's right. like, if I don't do it. You know, it, it might just sit there for 10 more years and, and dilapidate. Or he could buy it, keep it, and rent it at a fair price. He could. He could. But, but I right. mean, he was not, his business but was he not renting. Want to. Yeah, his, his business, business model is to buy it, flip but it, even make more then, money, do it again. But even then, would he rent it at a, a price that is high or, or market value or low? I mean, I'll be honest with you, Brendan. I have a house. I own a house. If I were to leave Orlando one day and rent my house... I'm not going to rent it for $900 because I want somebody to live downtown. I'm going to rent it for $1,600 because I want to make money. I mean, does that make me a bad person? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. But, but you know what no, I'm saying. it makes you a smart person. No, I know. It's an investment. It, true. And that's and so, how we treat it. We treat houses as investments. And until we treat it as a community, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, on, on a sm- on a on a it's micro scale, it's easier for me scale, to say because I'm a renter. Yeah, but on a micro scale, I get it. On a macro scale, you know, like there, there's a better solution there, I think. But but if for me, I'm never going to say, well, I those guys are nice no. people, and I want to I want them to live in my no, house. That rarely will that happen. No, I'm even my rents my rents is a thousand dollars a month, and, and it's you're in lucky. the middle of Mills Fifty. Yeah, and it's because my the guy who owns the house that I live in is a wonderful man who's an artist. Yeah, I am an artist. He likes us, but if, if you were to leave tomorrow, then the rent will go up. Exactly, because you know if you if you say I'm leaving, I mean if he wants to tell you, hey, we're going to raise your rent 500 bucks, you're going right. to say, well, I'm leaving. That that there's a lot of cost for him. Right. It's just cheaper for him to keep you at a thousand bucks a month, he probably. Is, and it's less. He's older. He doesn't want to deal. Yeah, with that exactly. Kind of yeah, because yeah, he has to clean it and fix right. it. And now you just live in a garbage heap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's. I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> Even like like we were paying extra to do lawn care. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'll just mow the lawn for you. Totally. Yeah, yeah. twice a month. And that's what you get when you <laughs> when you do it a little when you charge a little less. You sort of get a give and take there. Yeah. But but yeah, if you guys moved out, I'm sure he. I would don't charge know how you fix that. This guy Giovanni more. in the Hourglass District, he's going to be putting in a tiny home clutch, a little clutch of tiny homes yeah. behind one of their businesses here, and that's interesting because there's really a cap to how much you can charge to rent. For a tiny house, true, you know, and I mean, the, but the beauty is that you can put potentially four or five units, yeah. on the same lot. Yeah. So eventually, he's going to make the same money. Yeah, but you're getting more people into that space with a more of an affordable price range. Yeah, and I, I think there's a, a conversation to be had about new and, and maybe I don't know enough about this, but like new houses and how they build them today. Like my house is a two one. Yeah. They will never build two ones ever again. No. That's why you see these two two ones getting torn down and then they put in two but, uh what but, what do you call them? Yeah. Uh, five five threes. Yeah, we call them <laughs> Monus houses in Milk District because that guy what did that guy Adam Monus? He bought up uh like yeah. 17, no, 60 houses. 60 uh-huh. houses in the Milk District. Knocked them all down and he put up duplexes yes. in their place. That's the model because on that same, you want to maximize your profit on that lot. True. But like. We got to go. Gotta oh, we got to go for a minute. All right. We'll Let's be right some, back. We'll talk more houses when Let's we get back. Let's eat some crunch wrap. All right. Crunch wrap. Crunch 
welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com. That's it. That's it? That's it. That's who, uh, I, that's who I am. All right. In a well, nutshell. We are hanging out at, uh, oh, what's the name of this place? Hourglass Social House. which it's has, on the wall. Which has Foxtail Coffee Company and... Uh, Leguminati. Leguminati. Great name. Great name. I do like that. Yeah. They're, they're, the, the regular Illuminati is going to come and crush them. We just ate all of the... Uh, we ate their the, crunch, the wrap, crunch wraps. Crunch wraps Supremes. Did I say that right? Crunch wrap. Supreme? Sure. That's what the Taco Bell one's called. <laughs> it's like a Taco Bell one, but like 10 times better. And like vegan. Yeah, and, and just like the Taco Bell ones, right? Tofu-y things. Yeah, there's not real meat. Full of th- estrogen. <laughs> It'll give you boobies. But there was two of them. We got we had like the like the beef one. I'm saying beef in yeah. air quotes right now. Buff. Because <laughs> it's vegan. Chicken. And then there was a chicken one with a U, and that one was like the California chicken one. And I got to say, Brendan chicken one was better i loved it i think it was all the the avocado avocado and the, avocado. the fake and bacon the bacon that they had on there yeah yeah, yeah. F- and it was all good was i love how vegans just don't know how to spell keep <laughs> <laughs> putting u's in yeah like those those cows on the chick-fil-a signs <laughs> they don't know how to spell no right same with, same with vegans that's true they're too tired but it was good it was really really good so come here and check come it out. Come on down. Yeah. Here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And yeah. we also, that's it. That's, yeah, that's all we it. do. Yeah. Go to bungalow.com. Yeah. Listen yeah. to us on uh, your yeah. favorite podcast. Yeah. Me and me and John just sit around, two dudes, talking about the headlines. Drinking beers and you're drinking coffee. Right. Uh, be up all night. I want to say I just heard about this $10 joint ticket offer that Wells built in the Orange County History Center are doing. Okay. For 10 buckets, 10 bucks, 10 you buckets. Had me, you had me a $10 joint, <laughs> Brendan. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you can get into both museums for $10. You don't have to do it in the same day. Cool. You can just get it validated whenever you want, but you can also do it in the same day by hopping on the orange line. Just get on one of the buses. Limo. You'll get there. Yeah. Hop on a bike. Walk over there, actually. It's not, just, far. It's not far. It's actually less than a mile. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah. don't know, the Wells Built Museum is the African American Museum in Orlando. Sort of tells the story of uh, uh, African Americans in Central Florida from roughly the Civil War to Reconstruction. It used to be or, a ho- past Reconstruction. It used to be a hotel. Civil rights area. Era. Right? Yeah. And oh. today. It was a hotel that was adjoined to the Black Casino. Uh, I think it was across the street. I don't think they were next. I don't think they were connected. But, like... Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. I thought they were connected. I don't think they were. All right. Maybe they I need to go. You should. (laughs) So it was built by Dr. Wells, hence Dr. Wells Wells built. built. Yes. He was a lawyer. I thought he was a doctor. Doctor? I thought he was a doctor. And he had a building on Church Street. Yes. Which is where... Oh, I don't know. I want to say Chillers is now? I think so. Yeah. Uh, So he built a hotel because at the time, blacks couldn't stay anywhere. Right. In Orlando. And And they were part of the... What was it? The Chitlin Circuit? Yeah, yeah. Performers that go around. So in people the like Louis Armstrong would play mm-hmm. there, and 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 so it's it, there's a lot of history there at the Wells Built Museum, and you go in, you you get to watch a movie, then you get to see uh, some of the artifacts of Central Florida. There's some really interesting stuff there. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've been in a few years. You should to go. Wells Built. I'd love to go back. You for ten dollars, you can go to both. They have a really cool. Vocal history, vocal. What I'm sure, oral history. Yeah, uh, collection there at Wells Build of people who from there are from the community from Paramore. Yes, recording things about growing up in that community, and I'd love to d- take a deep dive into that collection. Yeah, yeah. Hear all those stories. 
Uh, the Downtown Ambassador Program launched. Sure did. Yeah, I was I there yesterday. I haven't seen them yet. Oh, you Wednesday. did? You I was got, there Wednesday. You got to see their uh, their uniforms? Fluorescent yellow and gray. Okay. Is, is that like? Is that so that they can see? You can see Yeah, them? they definitely glow because I actually <laughs> saw them Thursday when I was uh, driving around downtown. Or when you were out begging for money. And when they scared me away. <laughs> so this is a... That's not their job, though, is it? To scare them? Really? Primarily? Yes. How, do they, how would they scare somebody away? They shoo them away. They got brooms. <laughs> Yeah, big no, with their words. They use their words to scare them off. What is the, what is the actual... We should explain this program before So this we... is the second time that they've tried it. So the first time they tried this, the recession hit. They had to get rid of it. Yep. These are literally like docents yes. for downtown Orlando. Oh. They all have a very nice uniform. They'll tell you where... Like if you park and you don't know where to go, you can ask them for directions. Okay. Uh, there is a little car that can pick you up and bring you somewhere. Really? Sometimes they, and it's all day, like early morning. Oh, yeah, it's like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. 11 p.m., like yeah. depending on the days, later on the weekends. So they just ask, walk around. Walk around, and they're there. They're like little butlers. And then Orlando part butlers. of this is also to, uh, to address aggressive, quote, aggressive panhandling. Do you know what aggressive panhandling is? What, asking more than once? Yes. Okay. So it's if somebody asks you for money, you say no, and then they continue to ask. Uh-huh. That's Does that happen aggressive. very often to you? All the time. Really? Yes. I don't feel like it happens to me. I feel like once I'm like, oh, I got none. They're like, all right, cool, man. No. Really? Like, especially if you're a captive audience, like on if you're sitting at a street side cafe. Yeah. And they continue to ask you where you're sitting. Yeah. That's aggressive. Okay. They're supposed to move on. Okay. And so if there is a ambassador around, it's their job to get rid of them okay uh, or call somebody to come get rid of them okay or uh pass them on to a place where they can get help okay yeah all right so that's their job i, I mean you know when you're downtown you do sort of see the same people since, asking for since, money uh was it, what was it a federal court deemed that oh the blue boxes controlling panhandling uh, with things like the blue box program that we used to have where it made people panhandle in not a, that long ago too no within the last year it was deemed that it was it's against, in, free speech. against free speech to relegate panhandling. Yes. So now there's definitely been a spike in panhandling downtown. Uh-huh. I, I have seen it yeah. palpably. Yeah. Yeah. There's Every certain, block. There's certain spots. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they're not all necessarily homeless. Right. It's they so, might be. I mean, that. so there is actually there. This this leads us into this study that they're working on that they just released that they're going to do a study. $75,000. Uh-huh. To track where panhandlers spend Go. their money. Yes. Uh, which is interesting. because we And I think I talked about this before in another episode where I did a, a kids activity and they put us behind the library instead of in front of it. And we didn't get any kids. We got a lot of, we served a lot of homeless people. What did you do? Uh, it was like a journaling, some sort of journaling activity. I can't even remember. And we, and through that discussion, we, I learned that a lot of the people who were there who I just thought were homeless were people who were here for a good time. Really? They, they come in, they call it camping. Interesting. They, they camp in the parks, they camp downtown for like a week, party it up, drugs, whatever, pass out, get money from kids at Wall Street, and then go home. Really? Go yeah. home to where? Uh, they like, some people were from Apopka, some people were from like. Frostproof Florida, like right. I don't know, like just random all over the place. They bus in, party it up for a week, leave. 
Interesting. Probably with a broken teeth. <laughs> you know, so it just, and you hear that a lot. And so I, I'm interested to see what this study does. I don't even know how they're going to go about collecting that information. I don't know either. Maybe you just track the people and interview just them. Just follow and, them? Or maybe. Maybe. That's illegal, right? Well, you could you could interview them afterwards. Yeah. How do you know that that's it? All it just seems a little. How do well, you make sure it's on a biased, slanted study? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen how they put it together. I'd like to. So I'm. I'm going to see could the be categories. surveys and questionnaires and, and and margins of error and all that stuff. Like anything you study, I guess. Anyway, ambassadors are here to help you. If you see, okay. if you need help, and they you see neon anything, and gray, right? anything. And I saw them one on every block. And this is different than the Hope team, like the red-shirted people. No, they're here for visitors and people who are maybe need to get escorted to their car. Okay. They'll help you with your groceries. Do like, their shirts say anything? Like, I'm an ambassador? Yeah, like, kind of. No, it's it's like, very like like Walmart greeter. Okay. All right. It's, it's the I'm, old I'm, downtown Orlando branding. Okay. Like that neon-y green yellow. I like it. I'll check it out. I'll check I, it out when I'm downtown. I think it's killer. I dr- Driving through uh, Magnolia and seeing one on every block, and they were smiling and waving. Like, it was a just a totally different feel. And I actually saw less panhandlers. Do they them. do this in other cities? I've seen yes, a uh, few different ones, and uh, I've never seen it. Somebody, I did this downtown Orlando foodie tour last week, and there were people here who who deal with hospitality training for restaurants in Europe. They were from the Netherlands who just wanted to do the tour, and they've emailed me recently because they want to come back, and I'm going to give them a bungalow or tour. Nice. Of like really cool places. Cool. Because I'll tell you, they weren't very cool. <laughs> uh, and in it, they were saying we're really interested in this ambassador program. This this idea of extending hospitality to like this civic sphere. It's almost like a park thing, like those uh, at Disney World. What do they call them? Uh, ambassadors. Ambassadors. They have ambassadors. Oh, same there. same thing. Yeah. They're all in branded vests. You know who they are. You I can wish go they did. Do they do downtown tours for free? No, you you got to pay. pay. You got to pay. So I, I always get on my horse, my Detroit horse here. Uh-huh. They, they have a, a program in Detroit where there's a downtown Detroit program where you, you pop in and they do tours of like the old buildings and stuff. It's super cool. We're working on self-guided audio tours, which uh-huh. I would love to do. Uh, and we're actually, I want to help them, them being the downtown development board and they the should downtown do Orlando partnership. They do daily tours of downtown Orlando. It's hard. Like even those ones Why? that you pay for. It was like 10 people. Uh, it can be elevated. Like the last stop on this food tour was Irish Shannon's on Church Street. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was like do better potatoes that. and egg and cheese was yeah. the dish. Yeah, I do better. You know, like we they made us walk by Rusty Spoon. Wow. And all I could think was, I will buy myself something <laughs> at Rusty Spoon. Yeah, give me some deviled eggs what? or something. Something. Yeah. And these people were there from the Netherlands, and we're True. giving them eggs and potatoes. Yeah, no, no, come we on, do, we do, better. do better. So we're gonna help them step that up a little bit. Good, we, we've got a meeting coming up. Good, good. We're getting the All Star game. We Did are, you see that? we are. Yeah, the MLS All Star. I don't know game. much about it. I'm, I just linked to somebody else's story. 2019, we're getting the MLS All Star game. I don't know exactly what month it is. I don't remember. I want to say like June, but I could be totally wrong on that. But that's a big deal. Like to, sports to, ball, new stadium. Uh, Big, it, it's a big deal to get the All-Star game. It's usually a, a few days of, of events, and it'll be fun. So that's like another thing, downtown Orlando. We've had the NBA All-Star game. We get the Pro Bowl every year. I'm interested to see how these ambassadors, not to go you know, beat a dead horse, but I want to see them. When there are big events happening downtown, 
and they have access to like parking data like hey man there's parking over here go, uh-huh. go over here it's free and, and this is how you get over to where you're trying to there's go there's really to. no real-time parking data downtown there there is like signage wise there's an app all right you're what not is supposed it? to park, drive and park, use your me, app. park me out yeah but if you're driving you can't be like oh there's 12 spots no, that but before way. you leave you're, you're supposed to be able to reserve it before you even leave you know i knew a guy that actually did that i've never done that but Ever. i knew a guy who did that like he would actually reserve it yeah which is smart but i don't know how that because i showed up once and someone was in my spot uh-huh you know, they don't <laughs> care <laughs> so like you're welcome sir i paid for your parking spot. yeah i just parked in the street i don't know how you clean I find it. a secret spot me too. Or I use my uh, my special parking spot in front of yeah. City Hall. Or Uber. Uh, Just Uber it. Jinya Ramen is opening in Thornton Park. Okay. It's this ramen place that we've been waiting to open for like over a year. And it's this is where... The old Tijuana flat space was yes. in Thornton Park. Right by I, Starbucks. And after that, it was a Mexican like place. another Mexican. Verde something. Cafe Verde. Didn't last long. Didn't. I liked it when it first opened, but they kind of lost their way halfway through. I never tried it. Uh, not bad. But Jinya Ramen huge chain it's, it's blowing up right now on our instagram and our facebook people cool. are really excited to try it they have different you can choose your own broths and your own noodles and let's we'll see what happens That's good yeah i mean i saw it. a new restaurant opening I, I didn't tell you about this what was it Do you know where that uh my bistro is the the one with the sandwiches that we talked about yes right by sam flax yes there's another restaurant going in next door yes it's called like z asian or something like that yeah and i haven't covered it and i it feel said, awful. it said fine uh Vietnamese dining. So I just drove by the other day. I don't know anything about it, but I meant to tell you. So uh, I'm telling you now. <laughs> thank you, sir. You're welcome, Brendan. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Mathers, the people behind Mathers and Celine yeah. are opening another venue just around the corner called The Robinson. Wasn't this supposed to be a poke place? It was. Yeah. Poke did not happen. Nope. <laughs> and actually, above that space, which was Red Mug, Red Mug is on the was on the bottom floor. Yeah. Before that, it was Zilly... Zilly, Zilly Bees B. or something? Yeah. yeah. And there was a Golden Knife, too. A, no, the Golden... Oh, that was awful. Yeah, that's what I hear. Golden Knife. Yeah. Oh, I was just rotten. What that's a what rotten concept. <laughs> and the staff was just rude. Uh-huh. That was crazy. Um, above that is a space that's been vacant for years. And that will be the cocktail lounge oh, called okay. The Robinson. The Robinson. The Red Mug space is rumored to be... They're still workshopping it, but it could have something to do with coffee and cocktails. That's great. I was in Miami like a week ago. There was like a, I didn't go to the place, but we walked by a bunch of times. It was a, like a diner with cocktails and beer. It was right in the Wynwood area. It looked awesome. And I was like, why don't they have this in Orlando? Why don't they have like a cool place where I can get an awesome like club sandwich at two in the morning? I don't think it's going to have any food. And a beer. I think it's primarily <laughs> going to be coffee. It might be like right. pastries. I can dream. <laughs> like if this place here at Foxdale, which is super cool, was open till two a.m. and I could get a cocktail, it would be great. This is exactly what Curry Four needed. The more no, I totally, sit here, totally. I'm not knocking this place. I think it's great. I just think there could be something like this that has like a whole menu and cocktails. So Robinson should be open by <laughs> the uh, New Year's Eve, and I'm going to sneeze, and I apologize. Okay. There's a night at Wakanda party. When it, when is that, Brendan? Oh, you're sneezing right now. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> Let me talk like, about I'm something. Like, Let me talk I'm, about I'm, myself. I'm post-coital. <laughs> I need a minute. Whew, that was a good scene. This is at the, the, the Bronze. Bronze Kingdom. Kingdom at Fashion Square Mall. Which is apparently a museum. Yeah. I think that's a different. There's one in Pine Hills. 
And then there's another one at Fashion Square. Another like I this think sort I, of idea of a mask sculpture. Yeah, masks, Africana. Yes. And there's uh, also one on Colonial, right by uh, Orange Blossom Trail. I think that one is the one that moved into the Fashion Square. I don't. I, don't, I think that's is it. Three. I think so. All right. Apparently, <laughs> there's enough. Well, they call themselves the a museum. Setting. I should definitely go check it out. But yes. they, there's a party called a Night in Wakanda. I've heard multiple people tell me about that. It was in Tampa, sold out. Everybody loved it. It got big headlines. It's coming here. It's like history meets entertainment. Cool. So you get history lessons. It's cool African cuisine, uh, great fashion. That's happening on September 1st. Tickets are 30 bucks. Awesome. I think it sounds really neat. Cool. Everybody's encouraged to come in African regalia. But like, not you. Don't do it. <laughs> not you, Brendan. Becky. Yeah. Becky Lee. I would never do that. No, leave it at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, come dressed up. Okay. What yeah. would I wear though? Like a suit. Okay. Yeah. Like a suit and tie. Okay. Pretend you're James Bond. Okay. You know, <laughs> like come as like pretend you're like the Canadian dignitary. Okay. Pretend like you know, look nice. Yeah. Look yeah. good. Look like but, you're going to church. But on don't Sunday. wear like a muumuu. <laughs> You know, like don't okay, like what do you yeah. what are they called? What am I trying to say? A, like, uh, like like when a you dashiki. see like white daishi. Oh my god! Yeah, don't wear that unless you can wear that, right? Yeah, but don't wear that. But don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, I know, I can't. I'm not. I don't want to go into that. If, yeah. Deeply Coffee is now open in uh, downtown Orlando. It's a new coffee shop. Oh, I shop. saw that. And I saw their hours and I loved it. They have artisan waffles open till like ten or eleven. Yes, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have beer, which is even I better. I don't know. I can't remember. I know they if have really not, good. Bring your beer. Beautiful interior. Where's light, it airy? It's in the bottom floor of Aspire. Oh yeah, there used to be a wine bar for like a minute. No, Year, no, it did years ago. I, actually, nothing's been in this space. Okay, well then this in, is the first time. I think above it there was. Okay, above it maybe. This is the bottom floor. It, you can see Lake Eola from it. Cool. Parking all around it. There's a parking garage. Uh, check it out. Deeply coffee. I, they had like a ham and cheese waffle. Oh, that sounds good. It was really good, John. Oh, you had it. I did. I grabbed it to go. You can uh-huh. put it in a little little, little bag and just pick <laughs> at it. I thought it was great. Good. Hand. There's so many coffee shops. Just like there's so many tacos. You got to do something that's a little bit different, right? True. So don't, don't just open a coffee shop and think you're going to be here in a year. No. No, you need waffles. With ham. Yeah. And What's your ham and cheese waffle going to be, people? I don't know. Make it your own. There's uh, Aloma Bowling Centers. They're having a free bowling day. I thought it was a dollar. Free. Free. Okay. Yeah. August 11th, the, mor- the morning of. I don't think it goes into the evening. You know, I'm not a big fan of when places do that because it's just a madhouse. And it's not even worth <laughs> it. Like, I mean, all right. I, I can afford to go bowling on my own time and I yeah, get yeah. it. It's like, and I'm once again, I don't want to say anything bad. I, if you want to go, go, and I'm glad Aloma's doing this. But it's like Seven Eleven, like free Slurpee day. Gross. Really, like just I'm not doing that. Listen, go the next day and pay the dollar. Totally worth it. It's not worth going for the free Slurpee. It's I thought people would be more excited because they got so upset when Colonial Lanes was closing. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh, people are gonna love this free bowling. Nothing. No. Yeah. Crickets, John. Yeah. Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. Anyway, but if you like bowling, go like, like go enjoy it. <laughs> I think it's great. I'm just saying, be per- don't be upset if there's a million people there and be like, I couldn't go bowling or it took two hours to wait. It's because it's free. Yeah. Hashtag sad face. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Publix. 
Uh-oh. I didn't write about this. Orlando Weekly just did, though. Is this about the dogs? No, they're, well, their profits are up. Oh, okay. Despite all of this crazy headlines that they've been making, uh-huh. you know, since that NRA thing. Where else am I going to go? We had this conversation. I go I'm to going Dixie's. to Lucky's. All right. Well, what? you can drive all the way across town? I do. Really? Yeah. No. If no. I'm going to the beach, I do. <laughs> but you live close I'll to Fresh up. Market, though. You don't really live this Fresh close. Market I can walk over, but it's expensive. You know, Whole Foods <laughs> is actually cheap now that Amazon bought it. The prices Cheap-ish. are great. Yeah. Prices are great. All right. And, like, comparable to Publix. All I right. I need to go. I, I live a little farther away. And they recycle anything. True. True. But it's a little further. Yeah. Uh, Publix is just omnipresent, and I want to support them because they're <clears throat> local, right? Florida-based. That whole NRA thing is a little scary. Yeah. Um. They made they recorded four hundred million dollar profits. Jeez, like four hundred million dollar more than no, it's like in the billions is their total profits, but four hundred million more at this time of year than they did last year. Wow, at this time of the year, I will say one thing about. I mean, shopping is a pleasure at Publix. (laughs) I mean, compared to other grocery store chains in the area, some still want to know where their chickens come from. Oh yeah, I want to see the I want to see the Publix chicken farms. (laughs) But, like, like, have you ever gone grocery shopping at Walmart? No. See, I have. You know, sometimes. I can't you know, go to I Walmart. Have. I have. And there is, a, there is a night and day difference between just, like, checking out and getting your groceries. My and, people. And I get it. Like, it's cheaper Canadians are not yeah. allowed to go to Walmart. Not allowed to go to Walmart? No, I'll die. Yeah, but, like, what happens if it's a holiday and you don't have any food? I'll go to the Asian market. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, there's a night and day difference when it comes to the, the service between the two. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to Publix? So well, you're, still, you, you're still supporting Publix? It's, it's in my neighborhood. So, all right. I get it. All right. Am I supposed to use more fossil fuels and drive to Whole Foods? Is that a better? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know. Do Everything I do is wrong. <laughs> I can't. Look, I, just do whatever you need to do, John. Do whatever you need to do. If you want me to, to start do. growing my food, I will. Live, live I'm not going to be able to eat for a year. <laughs> just live true to yourself. All right. That's all I want. I just want you to be happy at the end okay. of the day. All right. Going to bed with a smile on your Am face. Am I supposed to get them delivered to my house? Is that better? Harbor Miles, too. Where are they going to go get this? And when I try to order from Amazon, the food groceries, it's like tiny little boxes of stuff. I know. And That's then not, you got all the packaging. It's like half half a real thing of pasta. It's lose-lose no matter what you Una- do. How we are we doing 30 on time? seconds left. All right. Go to Bananas, the art show. Okay. Downtown. It's above Bullet Bar. Super cool pop-up exhibit benefiting Art Reach Orlando, who cool. I work for. Uh, there's a plant swap at Little Indies Ooh, on the 5th, 4.30 p.m. Yeah, just bring your stuff, swap with other people. Uh-huh. And uh, Groove City pop-up record party at Stardust, 6 p.m. Oh, that sounds fun. You can just bring a record, listen to it. It's like swapping DJs. Cool. It's like an open mic for people with records. Do me a favor, go to Orlando 60, follow that on Facebook. Thank and, you for uh, everybody who voted for us in Orlando Magazine. Best, best blogger. Of. And thanks for the Hourglass Social House for hosting us tonight. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Luminati. And you still got time to go over to Orlando Weekly's Best Of to vote for us there, too. Oh, man, you're just trying to get them all. I want them all. All right. We'll see you guys next week.